Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, offering insights and practices for spiritually conscious living today with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. To ask questions or join in the discussion, email us at theyogahour at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here's your host, Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, our time to open our hearts and our minds to the infinite. I'm Yogacharya O'Brien, and today I'll be sharing some insights and time-tested practices from the ancient system of Kriya Yoga, a philosophy and practice for spiritually conscious, fulfilled living in our world today. Yoga is a familiar word today to most people, but not everyone is aware that it actually refers to oneness, to union or unity, to self-realization, bringing our attention and our awareness to consciously abide in our spiritual nature, and then live in harmony with that nature. And today's topic, part of our leadership series, is um, connected deeply to that. Courage, service, and surrender, everyday wisdom for today's leaders, and we'll be drawing um, some of that inspiration from the Bhagavad Gita. Whoever we are and whatever we do, wherever we are, we all have the same innate divine potential to serve and through selfless service to grow and to lead. And today we're joined by Swami Bodhananda Saraswati, author of The Gita and Management, and he's going to be sharing with us some of the keys to reaching our fullest potential as leaders. Swami Bodhananda Saraswati is an accomplished teacher of Vedanta, meditation, and management. He's founder and spiritual director of the Sambod Society in Michigan. He also directs several other ashrams and organizations including the Bodhinanda Research Foundation for Management and Leadership Studies in India. He's the author of 20 books, including the Gita and Management. And you can find out more about Swamiji's work and the work of the Sambod Society at sambod.org or sambod.us. 
Welcome, Swamiji. I'm so delighted to have you back with me on the Yoga Hour. Namaste, namaste. Good morning. Good morning. Before we begin our conversation, Swamiji, let's take a moment simply to center ourselves and join with our listeners in a moment of meditation. Let us open our hearts and our minds to divine omnipresence. Right now in this moment, let us recognize that one reality that is called by many names as the support and the substance of all that is. So right where we are, we can affirm and know and experience this divine essence as all that is, as you, as me, as everyone, as everything. It is within us, it is around us, it is between us. So let's use our breath to simply move our attention from the periphery of our awareness into the depths. As you breathe in, feel that you are diving within into the infinite ocean of divine consciousness. And as you breathe out, Relax and let go of tension in the body and restlessness in the mind. Breathe in. Dive in. Breathe out. Let go. When we bring our attention within, even in just a moment... We can notice thoughts and feelings begin to settle and that beyond thoughts and feelings, beyond all change and phenomena, is that unchanging reality, pure existence being. And when we touch that, when we become aware of that, peace fills our hearts, fills our minds, fills our bodies. So let us touch that peace now and invite it to overflow as a blessing in every encounter today. A blessing for all beings everywhere. Paramahansa Yogananda said, Life should be chiefly service. Without the ideal of service, the intelligence that God has given you is not reaching out towards its goal. When in service, you forget the little self. You will feel then the big self of spirit. So when we look at true leadership that uh, is permeated with this divine spirit of seva or selfless service, one of the first things we become aware of is that courage is required of us. It is a, it is a different way of um, engaging in action than perhaps how we have learned in, in 
with our worldly experience. And, you know, when we look at the opening scene of the Bhagavad Gita, we, we see this situation reflected in the dilemma, the despondency of the great warrior Arjuna. He, he has been trained. He's ready to go in battle, but then something happens and he loses his courage. So, Swamiji, let's begin there with why courage is required of us to embrace our divine um, potential and to, to serve in this selfless way. Uh, Umaji, thank you in the very beginning for offering us that beautiful meditation. Thank you, Swamiji. And your inspiring words. And uh, I liked... Uh, your theme of today's uh, discussion, courage, service, and surrender for effective leadership. And as, as far as I can see, courage is born of commitment to certain principles, abiding principles. And when we are committed to those principles, like truth, love, service, and developing your own personality, your own individuality through service. Once we are committed to those principles, then uh, courage becomes natural Mm. because there is clarity, there is purpose, and there is drive in life. Mm-hmm. So courage is very, very important. It is a willingness to take risk. It is willingness and the and the insight to see things which others are not able to see. It is an ability to see beyond the immediate. Mm-hmm. So when all these qualities abide in an individual, then he is become courageous. Mm-hmm. And I think you offered, Swamiji, for me, what I see as a key word to developing courage, which is willingness. You know, you said the willingness to risk. And, you know, when we have this commitment um, to a higher purpose, and and in your book, uh, The Gita and Management, you, you have talked about surrender to a higher altar. Um, yes, and so that we, we have... Uh, this commitment to a higher purpose and that brings clarity as you say and courage comes along with it but i think the courage comes because we recognize as we dedicate ourselves to something larger (laughs) that that something larger is also um, we are in harmony with it and so we are supported by it would would you say that I would, I would, I would fully agree with that. And that courage also is part of your recognition of your own infinite self. That I'm not just the body mind, which are only instruments for me to explore and express my potentialities. Once you know that, and uh, once you are convinced about your own infinitude, then you are ready to take risk. Because it is only by taking risk by moving into the unknown, by thinking the unthinkable, that you are able to explore your own potential. There is no other way. There is no other way to know who you are. Exactly. So once you, yeah. 
Exactly. And as, as we, we do take that risk, uh, we, we discover that, you know, we are not who we thought we were. <laughs> we thought we were, yes, yes. In terms, in terms of the little ego yeah. self, we, we yeah. discover. But it, tell us, Swamiji, about this opening scene in the Bhagavad Gita. You know, why, why is it, you know, that Arjuna loses his courage and becomes filled with doubt? You see, this is a, the paradox in life that we are not able to move from one paradigm to another paradigm. The value system that we with that helps us to grow, like the family, or concept of success, or concept of right and wrong. And these these uh, paradigms or or value system, uh, we we are not able to explore its its full implications. So we have developed certain habits of understanding them and applying them in life. But as new situations arise, we need a reinterpretation of those values, and which people are not able to do. So when Arjuna came to the battlefield to fight and win the battle and enjoy the victory, and he had certain uh, legitimate reasons why he should fight and win the battle. But when he came to the battlefield, he uh, saw that he has to fight with his own people. And his concept of success and happiness is, you know, his little family, his little clan, or his, his friends. Beyond that, his vision has not gone. So when Arjuna found he had to fight with his own people for protecting his principles, he found a certain conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. So one has to go beyond the mind. This is, these are mine. These are my principles. You have to go beyond it and get that big picture. Mm-hmm. When you look at an issue from the big picture, then alone you will be able to take tough decisions. Mm-hmm. Whereas you said in the meditation, breathe out and let go. You know, you have to breathe out and let go of certain, certain clinging attachments. And, and so this crisis of courage that we see is, um, as you beautifully described, really moving from one paradigm to another. It's a matter of, of spiritual development. You know, yeah. there is um, what we learn in the family, what we learn in society about uh, success, but this uh, greater success that has to do with self and God realization and yeah. making, um, you know, following our, our dharma requires of us something different, you know, to yeah. have the courage to go beyond um, what we have known, what we have learned, to go beyond self-interest, really. Uh, and it doesn't matter, success or failure in the outer world is not the most important thing. The most important thing is how do you face, how do you interpret or how do you accommodate these ups and downs of life? 
and and it really is a, quite a different paradigm, isn't it, Swamiji? We know if yeah. you talk to leaders today, and you say, uh, you know, or think about your, you know, each of us, our own work, what we're doing, and we say success or failure does not matter. Yes, um, yes. That is completely different thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's completely different. And courage means that. Courage means a willingness to to accommodate failure. Because failure is our interpretation from a very limited standpoint. Mahatma Gandhi was a failure. Jesus Christ was a failure in that sense. Exactly. Or Martin Luther King was a failure. Mm-hmm. Nelson Mandela was a failure. It was a success game team only the last minute when he was too old. Mm-hmm. So the failure uh, is to be, you know, it's a wrong interpretation. It is only an occasion for us to learn, to know what went wrong so that we can improve and learn and grow. Mm. And it, coming back to wh- what you opened with, Swamiji, it really is the commitment uh, and the clarity um, of, yes. of the highest goal, you know, that we are, we are serving that. And so, you know, as that unfolds for us, there may be so-called successes or so-called failures, but they do not move us from the commitment or, commitment. or the goal. Because um, mm-hmm, it is not the, the end uh, result that we are seeking, but it is this clarity and commitment uh, along the way that is um, only a shadow success and failure is the shadow of the truth mm. you know so you know for example the sun reflecting in a pool of water as the water moves because of the breeze the sun's reflection also wavers and moves but that does not mean sun is affected mm. Yeah, I, I'm uh, looking at um, a translation of Bhagavad Gita in the second chapter, and I'd yes. like to just share a few of the verses there that are so appropriate to what we're talking about. This is uh, 247. You you would know the Sanskrit, Swamiji, yes, but yes, I'm going to yes. bring the, bring, read yes, the English. Yes. Set thy heart upon thy work, but never on its reward. Work yes. not for a reward, but never cease to do thy work. Do thy work in the peace of yoga and free from selfish desires. Be not moved in success or in failure. Yoga is evenness of mind, a peace that is ever the same. Work done for a reward is much lower than work done in the yoga of wisdom. Seek salvation in the wisdom of reason. How poor are those who work for a reward. Kribana Bhalahe Davaha. Those who work for material reward, they are wretched people. Mm. And because we are then tossed about by the by yes. the storms of yes. fortune. And yes. uh, yoga gives us another way uh, to be in the world, to have the courage to follow our dharma, to make a commitment with clarity to what our work is, and to let that be the guiding light instead of something that we see, you know, as a as an end result. But yoga is living the process. You're li- listening to the yoga hour with special guest Swami Bodhananda Saraswati. Uh, find out more about his work at sambod.org or sambod.org. 
www.thinkandgrowthpodcast.us. When we come back from the break, we'll be uh, talking more about this different paradigm of leadership and service. We'll be right back with you. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you asked your soul what it wants? Or are you so busy meeting the needs of everyone else? Family, friends, children, bosses, that you haven't checked in with the part of you that matters most? Janet Connor asked this question and received an answer. Your soul wants five things. That's it. Five things. Your soul wants to connect with source. Commit to values serve a purpose, express itself creatively, and last, it longs to create a beautiful, abundant life. Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that meet those needs. You can take each course separately or register for the complete Your Soul Wants Five Things series and receive $1,000 in bonuses for free. Visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, Your soul wants five things. Your soul will thank you. At the base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Listening to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien. We now return to the Yoga Hour. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Yogacharya O'Brien, and I'm joined today by Swami Bodhananda Saraswati, author of The Gita and Management, and many other books on meditation and spiritual practice. Swamiji, yoga has many 
definitions. And so let's um, take some time as we begin this segment to look at how some of these different definitions of yoga uh, relate to being engaged in service in the world and how they can help us have a deeper understanding of this different paradigm of um service and action and leadership that we began uh, talking about this morning. Let's begin with a definition that yoga is the pursuit of excellence. Um, How is that? Why would we call that yoga and how would that work? (laughs) Uh, the, The pursuit of excellence helps you go deep into yourself. Ultimately, the yoga's purpose is to know who we are and abide there and explode from that center in millions of ways. Mm -hmm. And when we look at that, that the pursuit of excellence um, has us learning about ourselves. Ourselves. uh, As we pursue excellence, as we pursue beauty, As we pursue order, as we incrementally move towards uh, perfection, we are deepening our own identity, our own being. So the only way to move back inward is to move forward. Mm. Say more about that, Swamiji. What does that mean, that the only way to move inward is to move forward? Forward. Uh, let me give you explained with a metaphor, like the metaphor of a tree. A tree which wants to touch the stars must have roots deep into the depth of the earth. Mm-hmm. Unless the roots are deep, going, going, going deep, you cannot grow taller and taller. Mm-hmm. Similarly, as we pursue excellence in our work, in our relationship because work means relationship relationship means interacting with the people interacting with the people means to give them something before you take something from them so mm-hmm. all this involves pursuit of excellence i would call excellence is beauty parsimony mm. economy with the minimal things you create optimal outcomes. It was to going give to value ask. to people. I was going to ask you about your definition of excellence. That's a beautiful way to to think of it. And um, you know, I, I think when we think of excellence as beauty, um, you know, Goodness. for me also it is something that is um it, there is a, a excellence is not a, a thing. It's not an in state. Um, it, it is a place where you know the um, the means and the end are one. Right? right. You yeah. you can't have something that is excellent that is um, produced um, with suffering. <laughs> yeah, good. You, you know it it has to come together, and I think that is you know I would. I would see beauty in that. I would define excellence as beauty. Beauty means uh, minimal, minimalism. With a minimal uh, input, you can create a 
flourish of output cell you know mm-hmm. that's what i call beauty mm. and it would be beauty in the beginning beauty along the way along the way <laughs> and all the way to the end mm, all the way to the end and we see another definition of yoga as yoga being equanimity yeah. or balancing the mind and of course this is so important to being able to um hold our commitment to yeah. serve in the right way talk a little bit about yoga and the mind and balancing the mind equanimity i would say with reference to the outcomes because as you pursue excellence you may or may not reach your set goals because pursuing excellence is pursuing your goals also you set a goal and then you move towards that and uh, due to many reasons you may not uh, reach the goal in 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 the, in the in the prescribed time or in the the way you want to reach there so when success and failure stare at you i mean failure stare at you then you keep your mind calm so equanimity is basically with reference to the outcome success or failure the outcome of your work and uh, when it is a failure you try to learn from it success it should not go into your head thinking that i am successful it could be a fluke success also one time success stand alone success mm. so and success is is a is a continuous process one success is not enough mm-hmm. so and, and basically so I- it with reference to the outcome of your work how you keep your mind calm mm. so we we free ourselves we detach ourselves um from um, getting uh tied up in uh success or failure at an outcome in, in any particular point in time i think your point that you know it, it is a continuum <laughs> you know when we are uh engaged in service and we have a higher commitment um there are many stations along the way <laughs> and Correct. some and sometimes the crowd is cheering when we get off the train and sometimes right. they're booing <laughs> booing yes yeah especially in service in service you is a thankless job mm. you you should not expect any uh any reward from the receivers one who receive your service Mm-hmm. because that will be that will be very piteous very beggarly mm. and so, so letting you, go of um letting go, attaching our happiness go. to the reward is one yeah. way to keep the mind balanced Balance. um another of course is meditation and you you have also written a very uh inspiring book about meditation so yeah. could you talk a little bit about how meditation meditation helps us? i would say to begin with meditation is not reacting to the outcome of your work because all our reaction is to the outcome of our work because there is behind the work there is an expectation which is natural when i when i work i want to create a certain outcome but then there's no guarantee that i can ensure that outcome so agitation is a result of reaction to the outcome of your work and the reaction can begin as you start work itself will i get 
the expected result or will i not get it so the the agitation begins as you contemplate doing a piece of work so avoid that reaction and enjoy the work so when we enjoy the work then there is no reaction mm-hmm. which is the beginning of meditation yes and and you have also pointed out that this um because you're now touching on the uh, abiding in the natural happiness within yeah. us ananda yeah. and you have said that the state of natural happiness is the final achievement of the yogi but as i listen to you you know describing meditation describing really s- this meditative um consciousness in action i i feel you talking about being um abiding in this natural um happiness so tell us more about abiding that abiding in the natural happiness and then interacting with the world and as you interact with the world by abiding in your natural happiness the happiness get active it manifests as pure energy mm. Mm. so work Become how does that a, happen how does that happen so we touch the happiness within us in uh, us. In, in our meditation and through developing um a, a stronger awareness you know being non-reactive to changing yes. conditions so these yes. are just some things that we do yes. um but how does this then you know become this uh this energy so when the mind is balanced in work and relationship that mind can reflect the happiness in its purest form and mind in work is always a directional energy channelized energy so as we channelize our energy in work through those channels the infinite bliss of the self manifest as joy and creativity and uh, and excellence and beauty mm-hmm. so the self realization is not an event it is a continuous process mm-hmm. so therefore interaction with the world in the embodied state and the enwolded state being in the world being in the body using the mind is an imperative for realizing the self continuously otherwise you had an episode of realization then you lose it then you get disconnected then you feel very bad mhm so our yoga really has to be practiced in the world of in activity world. and relationship yeah. otherwise um we are are separating um that yes. which uh, should not be should you not know divided be. up Correct. um you know and that's the we... meaning of seva or service mm-hmm. when you serve in the world you're enlarging your vision mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as we and gita uses one word loka sangrahartham loka sangrahartham karma kurude the yogi performs or acts in the world for the well-being of the world and in that well-being his well-being also is included mhm mhm 
And, you know, I thought, you know, years ago when I um, discovered, I met my guru and discovered the path of yoga, I thought yoga would take me out of the world. <laughs> yes, yes. We have that general mistake. And to begin with, that's okay. To begin with, you know, you may try to be a little detached. You start observing things. Mm-hmm. You create a mental space. Mm-hmm. And which may look a little, you know, withdrawal from the world, but mm-hmm. you are not withdrawing. You are only watching. Yes. You're yeah. Watching. And then I discovered that what was really true is that it brought me uh, to the world in a much uh, deeper way. Deeper you know, way. Through this connection to recognizing uh, the oneness of all. Yeah. That is the gift that yoga brings mm-hmm. us. You know, Swamiji, when we talk about this um, uh, equanimity and uh, kind of detachment from success or failure, um People wonder about how to work in that way and still have enthusiasm and passion um, for what they do. So, what do you think about that? You know, how, my how experience do- is you become more passionate when you are detached, because passion is compassion. Actually, comprehensive passion is compassion. <laughs> So, if you are attached to a particular uh, object or a person or a place or ideology, then your energies are constricted. It doesn't get nourishment from a wide field of interest. Mm -hmm. So, when we are detached, we get the global vision and the big picture. And as a result we are able to strategize our moves, our actions, and we are able to draw inspiration from various areas and fields. We are able to see the connections. So you become extremely and sustainable, sustainably passionate. Mm-hmm. Not a spasmodic, you know, passion. Most of the people I find, they take a lot of interests initially. Mm-hmm. And then their interests simply uh, deteriorate and, and peters out. Mm-hmm. And that happens when we don't have that deeper connection that we're talking deeper about. That it really allows us to stay connected to that uh, yes. perfect happiness, that joy within us. Yes. That then I think really is the is the fuel <laughs> for which, for doing correct. What we which do. is the meaning of detachment. Meaning of detachment is enjoy your natural happiness. Mm. That That's is the a beautiful of way to think of it. Yeah, yes. beautiful and so helpful. Um, we're going to go to a break now. You're listening to the Yoga Hour with our special guest, Swami Bodhananda Saraswati. Uh, his website is sambod, S-A-M-B-O-D-H dot org or sambod dot U-S. Swamiji will be with us in San Jose, California at CSE on Thursday evening, November 14th from 6.30 to 8.30. PM. You can go to csecenter.org for more information or to register to attend. Coming up in our last segment, we'll take a look at the role of surrender on this path of leadership. We'll be right back with you. At 
the base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Spirituality into your own hands? Bucking corporate religion in favor of finding your own path? Do you cross the boundary between religion and science? Or between religions themselves? Do you like a dose of humor with your truth seeking? If you answered yes, you're what we call a holy rascal. Join Rabbi Rami Shapiro for How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Central. Rami and his guests will engage in lively, humorous discussions about what it means to be a spiritual human being in the 21st century. How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m., only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien. If you have a question, please submit it via email at theyogahour at unityonlineradio.org and we will respond. Now, back to the Yoga Hour. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Yogacharya O'Brien and my guest today is Swami Bodhananda Saraswati. In this last uh, segment, um, we're going to take a look at the role of uh, surrender in uh, leadership and what that means um, for us on the path of service. Um, we, we began with the uh, necessity to have courage, um, to adopt really a new paradigm, a new way of thinking about uh, service and action in the world. And um, service, uh, surrender, I think, is part of um, what has to be turned around in our thinking. <laughs> when we think about leading and acting and succeeding, all of that, you know, surrender, um, people so often think means giving up. But of course, on the path of yoga, it means something quite different. Um, so Swamiji, tell us your thoughts about why surrender is an important part of uh, engaging in seva, in selfless service. So as you rightly said, surrender is not just giving up. Surrender is accepting, acceptance. Accepting the infinite possibilities available to us and seeing it so that you are not caught up in a certain mindset which is self-assumed, which causes restrictions to your expression of your potentialities. 
Mm-hmm. So surrender is seeing the connections that exist in the world. And you are part of that as an agent of action mm-hmm. and consumption. Mm-hmm. And surrender is also surrendering to your own inner potentialities. Mm-hmm. And to know that I am that infinite blissful self is ultimate surrender. To know that I don't need anything to possess to be happy. Mm. I am by myself. I'm a happy person. (laughs) And, you know, um, I I love that definition you have just given us of surrender as accepting uh, infinite possibility. That is a beautiful way to think of it in a positive way because really on the path of yoga, surrender is... um, is very um, positive, and in in your book on uh, the Gita and management, you 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 write about um, how these practices help us discover uh, the resources, the infinite resources within us that are uh, crucial to to leading. In other words, we 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 just don't try to um, do what others have done, you know, and take in information and say, you know, we should do this and we should do that because I learned it in a book. Mm-hmm. But we we learn how to let the creative potentials within us arise. And you have written about why that is so important in these times that we are living in. So I want to ask you to talk a little bit about that now. Uh, why this creativity, um, learning to draw out the potential within is so important to our evolution today. Because one thing, we are living in a very complex world, fast-changing complex world. And the more people are coming into the field of action with their needs and demands. That makes things more complex. And all the solutions will no more work. Most of the time we offer the same recycled solutions from memory, from history. Though history and memory are necessary uh, inputs in our decision making, but they, they don't play much role these days because things are fast changing. We are not living in the same world. Every six hours things are changing. Mm. So we need a a different source for uh, uh, finding solutions. So that source has to be the spirit, not history or memory. Memory and history can be only tools. But the real inspiration, real answers must come from that which is beyond the time and space, mm. which is the spirit. And and this is uh, another way we can point to um, to say why surrender is so important. Because one of the elements of surrender is that we let go of relying on external supports. Um, yeah. As you say, it doesn't mean that we ignore them. You know, we learn from history. We 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 learn um, from experience, but. Um, with surrender, we learn to rely on um, spirit, that 
that living truth um, yes. that is revealed to us moment to moment that is our that becomes our guiding light instead of um, the light from the past we, yes. we need we need what is available to us uh, in the moment we get access to we get access to a source from which the moment arises i mean sometimes you know living in the moment can be misunderstood as impulsive behavior you know whatever comes to me i just mm-hmm. act accordingly i don't care the past or the future so living in the moment involves both the consequential thinking and analytical thinking we are not discarding all that but the analytical thinking means living knowing from the past consequential thinking is thinking of the future and uh, integrating all this we have to create a moment mm-hmm. which yeah when we integrate all this and then uh, uh, we we still we know that our answers may not be perfect still we understand that we don't know mm-hmm. knowing everything we feel we don't know that when you have that feeling then the spirit opens up mm. so that not knowing is not a ignorant state not knowing is you explored the field of memory and history and your analytical cognitive all those faculties are explored and finally you are on the peak still you say i don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's you know, a moment of openness yeah. <laughs> it's yes. openness it's surrender it's willingness and we have to have that kind that quality um you, you know i think of the the zen master uh, suzuki roshi who said you know in the um beginner's mind there are yeah. many possibilities in the expert's mind there are few So, you know, when we hold on to thinking that we know, then there's not much room <laughs> for inspiration <laughs> to yeah. to arise. Um yeah. and as I was listening to you describe Swamiji this this living in the moment, mm. um what came to me also was how our training in yoga um helps us understand, you know, how the instruments of mind mm. um are ultimately to serve the higher self good um that they are not um you know to be taken <laughs> as mm-hmm. the ultimate but they should be in their right role right in oh, their right yes, position yes, yes and we have to keep uh, training them we keep uh, sharpening them you know the mind the body the intellect emotions you know you have to keep your soul sharpened all the time Mm-hmm. and uh, when you understand when you explored all the available means of knowing you come to a state that still i am not there that is a state of silence i would say mm-hmm. you come to a state of silence inspector in, in after the the explorations you come to a state of silence that state of silence is a state of intuitive knowing mhm mhm 
and uh, ultimate surrender. And in that, sometimes, you know, um, when people are trying to put this into practice, um, they're, they're thinking, well, when I get to that silence, when I get to that intuitive knowing, then, you know, the answer will come. <laughs> and so they're, they're looking for some answer. But, um, I think it's important as you have described it, coming to this place of silence, it's not necessarily that we're going to be given some information <laughs> in no, that no, moment. No, um, it, it's a, it's a touching in to the deepest consciousness within us, which then flowers as some mm. understanding that comes, you know, that will shine, you know, into the quiet mind at some point. I, in would, time. I will put it slightly differently. You may, if you are looking for a confirmation, then you will be in the wrong place. <laughs> Don't, we are not looking for confirmation. We may look for a information. Mm-hmm. Meaning something from inside forms itself, incarnates itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a beautiful way to say it. Yeah. And yeah. and sometimes, you know, it it comes in. It arises, uh, you know, when we are looking, and other times it it comes later, <laughs> like a, yes. like a yes. flower, you know, that flower. opens uh, that opens later. Um, it has so been in that wonderful. connection. Patience is very important. That is nice. <laughs> it's great that you said that. That uh-huh. you know, in that connection, patience is very important in in humility and surrender. Oh, that's a beautiful summary and, and patience, to, yeah. to conclude with patience in it. And it brings me back to your opening um, reflections, Swamiji, about this way of working is based on commitment. And when we have that commitment, we have courage and we have patience. It's been such a joy sharing this yoga hour with you. Thank you, Swamiji, so thank much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you once again. And uh, I want to remind the listeners that you can find out more about Swami Bodhananda, about the Sambod Society and the Foundation by visiting Sambod, S-A-M-B-O-D-H dot U-S or Sambod.org or Sambod.com. Um, and come and meet Swamiji next Thursday, November 14th at CSE, csecenter.org to find out about that gathering with him. Remember to subscribe to the Yoga Hour at iTunes and join us next week as we continue this series on spiritual leadership with the program, The Yoga of Mentoring, The Greatest Gift of Leadership. I'll be joined by Mary Lynn Fitton, the founder and program director of the Art of Yoga Project. Until then... Remember always to let your inner light shine into the world. Share your peace and your joy with everyone you meet. Bye now. Thank you again, Swami. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien. Join us every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific for practical, purposeful methods for spiritually conscious living every day. The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by friends and members of the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California 
a ministry in the tradition of Kriya Yoga, the ancient science of self and God realization. www.csecenter.org Request free literature by writing info at csecenter.org. From mayhem to miracle, from disaster to divine, Rants to Revelations Radio finds the opportunities for spiritual growth in everyday moments. Drawing from current headlines to pop culture, Reverend Ogan blurs the lines between the sacred and the profane, bringing meaning to the meaningless, with guests who are dedicated to transforming the world for good. Join Ogan live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central for Rants to Revelations Radio. Repeat the words, God is taking care of it, and it will become clear that you are the channel, and that God is the doer of good works through you. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. What is the secret to happiness? Why do bad things happen to good people? What is our purpose in life? What must I do to bring healing into my life? Join Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday for a metaphysical romp. Explore fundamental unity principles put into action through real-life scenarios from people like you. Call in with your questions and spiritual challenges, and let Paul take you on a journey of profound personal understanding and transformation. That's Metaphysical Romp with Reverend Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, 
Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today 